Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. viewer in the chat who was hoping harper committed before the game that's paul mcneil yeah by the way we're live so awesome perfect yeah we were both just hoping the same thing paul but didn't happen but it was good he was at the game though yeah no so, that's that was that was huge but i mean um, something yeah no we got to talk about the game we can't talk about the no uh, we're not about, about harper. We, we said we weren't <laughs> gonna do this but we promised we, we wouldn't so we won't all right. So anyway, because yeah. he didn't commit. All right. So here we go. Uh, it really did uh, turn out to be, I guess, look, it's not going to be perfect. But if you drew up the perfect game before when we had no idea what to expect, I think this really would have been it, Richie. Yeah, no, I think it's pretty spot on. I don't think it could have went any better. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. there's a couple injuries pregame that people had to find out about the hard way. Um, I will say like, we kind of knew about it for a little bit now. Um, you, you're kind of sworn to secrecy when you go see practice, so it's nothing new to us. But for you guys at home that aren't or are counting, Sam Brown wasn't playing today. Uh, Nassim Brantley didn't play, although that one's not an injury. It sounds like uh, Greg just said that's an NCAA issue, which if I had to guess, we don't know the specifics. If I had to guess, it's probably has something to do with him being a two-time transfer already because um, he went from Sacred Heart to Western Illinois to now Rutgers. So. NCAA is weird with stuff like that, but um, overall, I thought the team looked pretty solid. Um, Kyle Manangai had a heck of a day. I know the yards per carry aren't great. I think I think overall, the running backs as a group averaged uh, like a three, three yards per carry or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it wasn't all that it's great, not, but yeah, phenomenal. Actual, but actually, he, it was 2.8, but you're talking about the running backs. Well, actually, yes. Wimsat had the most at 3.7. Okay, so yeah, so it's... That's not good. It's, it's, no, it's not good at all, actually. Um, no. But, uh, yeah, between the two running backs, I thought they didn't do too bad, though. Uh, Jay Sean Benjamin's yeah. a true freshman and got the most carries. So that was kind of an eye-opener. Um, I thought he played really well. He's got great vision for a, for a true freshman and kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Juwan Jameson type. He's short, he's tiny, but he's got great vision. Um, there was, like, a couple plays, a couple run plays where he had, and he just had that one quick cut, and he would cut to the left or cut to the right, and he – um what do you call it it was like breaking it for like a five four or five yard game yeah um i thought he was really impressive i thought kyle Manungai, especially in pass pro was amazing um oh did you see that video. one hit yeah i yeah, forget that was i even wrote it down it i, I should i wanted to get a clip of it but you guys have got to show it this week that was that was like the hit of the week yeah no that was huge yeah it's all over our social media oh, it it's is. actually on this youtube channel if you if you go search it a little bit yeah awesome. we have posted it as a short um, which is like a reel or TikTok or whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, no, I thought this was this was pretty good game. They played phenomenal. They they ran the ball down the gut. Um, seventeen yard drive for a touchdown or seventeen play drive for a touchdown. Sixteen play drive for a touchdown. This was and then the tempo. You controlled the entire game. I think they had what almost thirty minutes, over thirty minutes of uh, possession. That was uh that was kind of incredible. Um, but yeah, I just thought overall a great game for Rutgers. They played smart. 
didn't really turn the ball over other than the one, uh, I think the muff punt and that was it. Um, but yeah, no, really, really good game. And, um, there's, there's really not much else to, uh, to say. That. <laughs> well, um, well, there's I a actually, lot more to say, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually wrote down some of the key plays we can kind of go over from the beginning, but yeah, that, uh, that hit was awesome. Yeah, and, course. um, by the way, they did not talk about it on the broadcast. How awful was that? Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, guys. Really? I mean, yeah, they didn't even talk about it. Yeah, I, I, we, we can't see the broadcast, so I, yeah. I didn't know what they said or not, but that's that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I know after um, I was, I even didn't even see it at first, and then the guy behind me is like, "Yo, you see that Monaga hit?" And I was like, "Oh, wait, what? I gotta go back. I gotta go back. I'm gonna go clip it. I'm gonna clip it." And I went back. I was like, "Oh my god!" And you can like you can hear my voice in the uh, in uh, the video or the reel or whatever, and then all you hear is me like, oh, "Wait, damn, that was bad." <laughs> yes that was awesome and but, uh if anybody hasn't seen it i can't find it right now but if anybody hasn't seen it you'll see it just check it out um yeah i tell you what let's before before i go through this and you know what i'm also gonna because you can see it on the screen as well i'm gonna post up the the stats okay so those are the actual stats this is when i i saw the 2.8 here yeah that's not good uh, as we do that, I just want to remind everybody to uh, like, subscribe, and share here on Rutgers Football. And also, and we mentioned this before, uh, for the live shows, uh, you can utilize the Super Chat, uh, which is only for live only. And that's the button to the right of the uh, comment box. Uh, and it's a cash symbol in the chat window. And you can donate anything you like. It could be a buck, could be five bucks, whatever you want. And what's really cool about that is that uh, depending on how much you uh, donate, It'll be pinned to the top of the chat and it'll stay there for the entire broadcast as long as uh, you have the most uh, donated to the channel. Also, we have super stickers, which are like the super chat, but a little bit more animated and the super thanks, which you could actually get on the on-demand shows as well. So you can do that uh, uh, whether we're live or not. Uh, and of course, that means here on Rutgers Football anytime. Uh, Richie uh, does one of his shows for uh, football or basketball. So yeah, so this is the here are the uh, overall stats. Not nothing spectacular. Wims at nothing spectacular. Five point six per pass. Washington was the leader. You know he made some pretty important catches. It seemed like every catch that nine average was about right. It seemed because he had like about three. It it's like three third and nine first downs. It was it was pretty clutch. Yeah, there's actually like a lot of interesting things just looking through the stats and just the overall game. If you start from the beginning, like you just said, Isaiah Washington, I want to point him out. He had the most targets too, and that's I didn't see that one coming going into today. Um, I think actually I had Jacoy Jackson probably going with the most targets as my prediction before today, or it might have been Dremel actually. It was one of those two. I can't remember exactly, but uh, yeah, I just I was a little shocked by Isaiah Washington getting targeted as much as he did. Um, I know Jaquay did get in the game for a little bit, but he it looked like he got dinged up, um, and then just I thought he just kind of got the breath knocked out of him, and he just sent to the sideline and was going to come back, but he never really came back. So um, the wide receivers as a whole didn't create a ton of separation, but I think we've got the play of the day without a question is that Ian Strong touchdown to start the game. Um, first, I think it was the first drive of the game for Rutgers and. It was just a beautiful catch in the end zone with a nice little tiptoe with the left foot. And um, I th think they actually ruled him out of bounds at first. And then the band yes. starts playing because they thought it was a touchdown. And then they just came back and they're like, nope, it's a touchdown. And we're, I was just very impressed. And 
he's been impressive all camp. Um, we can now finally talk about it, which is beautiful. Yeah. Season's here, so we can, I mean, there's no more secrets anymore. It's Games have been played, or a game has been played. But Ian Strong's been phenomenal. He's been really, really good all camp. He's been not wide receiver one, but pretty damn close to it. So um, I thought the wide receivers as a whole though, struggled. Uh, I shouldn't say struggled. I didn't think they looked great. I didn't think they looked bad. I thought they looked average, and that's fine. Um, it's against a team that wasn't that good, and they ran the ball a ton, and they got the win. Yeah, if we take a look at it from – first of all, how was the crowd? <clears throat> Uh, crowd was actually uh, when I took I took two pictures. I took one with like three minutes before kickoff, and I was like, "Yeah, it's it's okay. It's not too bad. Like it's nothing nothing great." And then I took one about like three or four minutes into the game, so they were definitely a late arriving crowd, but they filled the stands pretty well. Um, the corners, which are usually a little bare and a little barren and empty and all that, were were packed. Uh, students showed out big time. Um, I, I, it was announced 53,000 and I, I'd say that was pretty damn close. Um, I know sometimes the numbers are a little funky based on what's announced and what's scanned, but I thought it was a huge crowd considering it was a Sunday afternoon, Labor Day weekend, beautiful day, sunny day. I thought a lot of people would go to the beach and, uh, I, I was completely wrong in that one. Lucky for us. I'm glad they yeah. enjoyed it and it was perfect. That's what you want. Not only for them to watch the game and be there, but, uh, for it to be as good as this was. Um, all right. So, yeah. So taking a look, I mean, they get the ball and immediately they have the first third and 10 completion, the one where mm -hmm. uh, actually Langan at nine on third and 10 and they go yeah. for it. You knew they would. And then Monaga had seven and that started those fourth and one, uh, the opportunities, three of them, three for three. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Benjamin running good, strong, uh, early in this drive as well. They had the fourth and five at the 40, uh, great patience by Wimsat. He threw the ball a little bit, uh, you know, uh, not the way you particularly like it, but it just shows his athleticism. Uh, he hits Dremel, you know, nice pass, keeps the drive going. I believe that was inside the 20, uh, a few plays later, uh, the Ian Strong uh, touchdown, and uh, that just capped off a 16-play, 75-yard drive, uh, which uh, was really amazing way to start the uh, seven-minute drive. By the way, as well. Yeah, that that was <laughs> couldn't have drew it much better. Much better if you were Graciano. Yeah. He he loves that. He loved the fact that how the way it played out and everything. Um, going forward on fourth, it's not something that's really been part of his uh, repertoire in the past, but he, Shiano showed that he's not afraid to do it. I think he did it multiple times, actually. Yes. Um, so it was, it was kind of impressive. He, he showed some guts and said, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to get this. And they were able to run the ball. Um, I know they didn't break any like giant runs. I think the biggest was probably that 15-yard run late game from Monongai for the touchdown. But um, I think they ran the ball pretty well. They were getting consistent, uh, consistent uh, three, four, five yeah. yards even. They weren't losing um, yards. That was exactly. Important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I thought the, I thought overall it was the, the game started out great for Rutgers. 16 play, 75 yard touchdown drive. Then you follow it up with a 16 play, 80 yard touchdown drive. And then <laughs> the next, next one's a field goal. And I'm like, oh my God. What's going on here? Who is this team? Yeah. Like, um, you could just tell Northwestern was um, definitely they don't have any really good bodies up front on the defensive line and Rutgers kind of saw that took advantage of it. And almost I would almost argue they abused it too. Um, it, it would have been interesting to see if they had Sam Brown to see what he could have done oh, yeah. against this defensive line, because he might've had a absolute oh, yeah. field day, but I, I don't think you can complain about the, the two running backs they had. I know that, like I said, the average yards per carry wasn't great, but I thought both played pretty solid. 
Uh, Wimsit, we didn't really talk about much yet. Um, 17 to 29, 59% completion, made some smart decisions too. Uh, decided to throw it away multiple times, which is fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Put yep. it nowhere near the defender, which is great. Yep. Um, he did still miss on a couple passes. He, he missed a couple wide open receivers too, but um, end of the day, I thought he had a pretty solid game. And I think Kirk drew it up perfectly for him. Made it very simple, very easy, nothing crazy. Didn't really take many deep shots, but the ones that they did, they, they kind of worked out. Like the Ian Strong one was what, a 20-yard catch or something like that? Um, where was it actually? Ian Strong. Yeah, who was? Oh, was it? Um, yeah, how was it? Yeah, 20, uh, no, 13-yard catch. Never mind. Um, there was the one that Dremel, too, that Dremel was actually out of bounds that I thought was could have been a touchdown. It was so close, and then Dremel just was just out of bounds on that corner end zone. Um I forget what quarter it was. I don't even know anymore. I'm, my brain is mush right now. But, um, yeah, I thought I thought overall just a great game. I think Rutgers played it out perfectly the way they wanted to, and everything worked out in their favor. And the defense, oh, my God. Like, oh, yeah. I, I've been hyping them up forever. But to allow one rushing yard through three quarters, like, yeah. that's, that's insane. And it wasn't like they, they didn't get a whole so, lot of pressure early in the game, but it really started to wear – on Northwestern, the, 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 the longer the game went. And then there were a couple of key hits. I mean, matter of fact, it was, I believe, Bailey had the key hit early after the first touchdown. Uh, that was on a third and 10. Mm -hmm. And then once Rutgers got the ball right back, that's when they drove down the field again and scored. Um, and by the way, they ended the first quarter stats 131 to 32. They, they had the ball 13 minutes and 34 seconds to one minute and 26 seconds. That's how you dominate the first quarter of a football game. It's and crazy. then that drive was the drive uh, that uh, we talked about. Manungai's uh, blitz pickup, which was on third and nine on the pass to Washington. And uh, Wimsat just, mm -hmm. I think, a few plays later, scored on the touchdown. And then he went up 14 to nothing on a 16-play, 80-yard drive for eight minutes and 12 seconds. So, uh, oh, and you know what was also good? Yeah. was the officiating. No, Surprisingly. Offense, like I said. How surprising was it yeah. that the officials... Very, very quiet day for them. Yes, and they actually overturned a couple of calls that they should have overturned, including the strong touchdown, the two targeting yeah. uh, uh, potential calls. So I was like, wait a second here. What's going on? There's actually some mm -hmm. good officiating going on in college football? So we've got some breaks. <laughs> yeah, the Igbenosin, um not targeting, targeting, whatever you want to call it, um, I thought that one was definitely a little questionable at first. I'm like, why are you doing that? Like he's sliding. Why are you, why are we going for him? Like, just let him go. But, uh, he'd ended up not hitting him in the head, which yeah. was, which was good the smart play. And then, um, the other one completely, I was like, there's no way that's targeting. Shaquan Loyal absolutely laid out. The yes. That was, or, um, the yeah. receiver. But what a hit. Like, oh, <laughs> a lot of hits today on offense and defense between Manon guys, between Loyal Dixon had one really big hit. Um, Igmanosin had that one that was like borderline targeting, but not targeting. Um, I just, it was, it was a great day for that defense. I'm, I'm telling you one rushing yard through three quarters for Northwestern is like, you don't see those type of stats. That was, we're talking Chris Ash era stats over here. <laughs> By the way, we've got, uh, a few, uh, super chats. Uh, looks like my crown. I want to thank my crown for the $4 and 99 cent super chat. And we got a couple others in here as well. So keep those coming. We appreciate it. And yes, uh, HJG, $2. 
No delay penalties. Yes, only two penalties. How about yeah. that for the entire game? And it would have been a shutout, too, yeah. if it wasn't for the really only, I guess, major, not major, uh, but little thing yeah. they're going to have to fix, and that's returning kicks because it doesn't look good right now. Rochelle yeah. had some I, I saw someone some on issues. our board say it already. What's that? Yeah, I saw someone say it on our boards already, and I was just, they're like, "Hey, bench the kid for next week." And oh. I'm like, "All right, well, <laughs> it's first game jitters. Let's let's give him, yeah, let's give him a break a little bit." Like, I, I get it. He did muff two, which is not good. Yeah. One he lost, one he was able to retain, but um, it's it's tough. Like, I think if you're Rutgers, you just got to get a guy back there that can literally just fair catch everything. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Just let him fair catch everything and send the house for the block. That's Shiano's mo since he's been a head coach at Rutgers, even his first tenure and now his second tenure too. It's all about blocking kicks. And I, I think that's probably the smartest move right now is to just find someone that can be sturdy, catch the ball and just fair catch. That's it. You don't need to go crazy. Who would that be as far as you know? In my opinion, if I had to, I'd probably Aaron Young before he got um, injured or out for the game. I think uh, he would have been one. I think Christian Dremel is probably another option. I just don't know if you want to risk your starting slot receiver back there. Um, but I mean, teams have done stuff like that in the past. Like Deshaun Jackson was wide receiver one for the Eagles and oh, yeah. was still kick returner. Like it's, um, and especially if you're just going to fair catch, just whoever has yeah, the exactly. best hands on the team, yeah. I'm just throwing you back there. And, Good idea. Hey, it might, you might even be in strong at this point. Cause that was a, I'm telling you that catch, I can't get over. That was a beautiful touchdown catch. Yeah, it was. I mean, and, so, uh, as a freshman too. So a lot to look that's forward crazy. to. True freshman. Yeah. Two yeah. freshmen. Exactly. Uh, absolutely nuts. And Northwestern tried to make things uh, a little interesting. So the 14 thing, they go for the fake punt. And, yeah. I mean, it's like it was a really nice play by, what was it, Cornell Davis, I believe, made that play to stop the receiver. Uh, yes, it was. It yeah. was Cornell Davis. So he picked it up really. And what was really good about it was not just that he got there, but he really, the tackle was just perfect. That's exactly how you draw it up. Because a lot of times – player catches the ball and he finds a way to get that extra yard but that was a really nice tackle by davis to make sure that he didn't go anywhere um and it only led to an extra three points mm -hmm. uh and then of course uh, patel wound up missing the second of two field goals but it's good for him to go out there and just at least uh get all the firsts over with so yeah, yeah, he's got to get more comfortable. I know the 32-yarder, perfect. The 38, and it's like it hits the uprights, and it's just like you need a kicker. Like he did win. He did win the job. I actually didn't see him winning the job, and then he came into camp and started kicking lights out from like 40 in, and uh, it was just a miss. It is what it is. It happens. He, it's jitters. He's a kicker. Um, first time out there. I thought I thought he didn't look bad either. Um, punting was surprisingly yeah. pretty well, I thought. Um, I didn't think he was going to be able to replace Corsak like he did, but he had a couple. He had four inside to twenty. Yes, he I did. Think he had five punts total. So, yep, that's 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 pretty good. I thought uh, you can't ask for much better than so, that. I mean, special teams as a whole was, yeah, special teams as a whole surprised me today. Um, minus the the returns, obviously the muff. Um, but I thought overall that that the uh, punting and kicking unit was pretty solid. I didn't think it was bad. Max Melton came up uh, with an interception on a bad throw. Quarterback, just not very good, by the way, for Northwestern. So we have to, you know, 
no. understand that. So it is what it is, but that's all you can do. You know, mm -hmm. you, you line up against the team and the players that you line up against and you take care of business the way you're supposed to. And uh, mm -hmm. they came up, uh, Max came up. Now he was beaten a couple of times, but Henning's a good player. Um, matter of fact, there was one time on that deep pass, it looked like yeah. he could have got beat deep, but you know, at least it came up with an interception and for the most mm -hmm. part, uh, you can't really say anything uh, negative about how the defense played, of course. So, and um, by the way, speaking of no, loyal, he came up. I, I did times. find it interesting. Oh God. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I found it. I found it super interesting that uh, they were actually targeting Melton over longer beam for majority of the game, um, which I, I was, you figured they'd go after cornerback two, not cornerback one, but. And then uh, it was kind of funny because, like, midway through the what was it, third quarter when Longer Beam had the pick, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, that's the first time they targeted Longer Beam in like a long time. And all of a sudden, the very next play gets picked. And I'm like, oh, that could be why. Maybe they shouldn't <laughs> target him. That was probably, there you go. I kind of knew what I was talking about for a second. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that Melton had some issues at first, but the, the pick was nice. Um, the defensive line absolutely destroyed Northwestern's offensive line. And Aaron Lewis was relatively quiet, but he still was able to cause some havoc. Wesley Bailey was good until he got dinged up a little bit, but he, he's okay, by the way. He was on the okay. sideline on a bike, so he was moving around. I think it was just uh, you, get, you get hit and you get bruised up, and he's good to go, it sounds like, though, because he was, he was with the team still out there. Uh, Maya Nahana, too, was pretty good. Isaiah Eaton was pretty good. Um, dude, that guy is massive, though. Like, I know we talked about it previously, but Isaiah Eaton is just like – He's not a human. Like he's, he's huge. Like he is just massive for a defensive tackle. But uh, that D line, they had a field day. And then you see Kenny Fletcher come in. Yeah. See Jordan Thompson come in. All these other guys are coming in and still producing. Like this, when they when Shiano says it's ten deep, he means it's ten deep. Like yeah. this defensive line is crazy deep. And they just they made some really nice moves today. And I don't see that changing anytime soon, uh, especially with uh, not so good tempo coming up. So. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's the same quarterback. And uh, matter of fact, Temple, I think they're better than they were last year. I know it's not saying a whole lot, but it wasn't like Rutgers blew them out last year. True. Uh, but this is a home game. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it's. I think it's. I think it's a little early in the season, and I know it looked great, but this is why I felt when we talked the other day that I didn't really think the line was justified. I didn't know why it was. But Northwestern is just going to be a really bad football team. And I wouldn't be surprised if Temple was better than Northwestern. Yeah, so, uh, um, you know, I don't know. Oh, I'm, that's, that's I know Big one, Ten like, against Temp Temple, Temple, I get it. struggled with Akron. All I'm saying is I'm not going to Yeah, I'm just not going into this game being overexcited. Let's just put it that way. I'm not <clears> overconfident, I should say. All right. Yeah, I mean, hey, it, it's the blackout uniforms, right? Seven thirty at really? night, Saturday okay. night. All right, SHI Stadium. It, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if Temple's the better. I think they might be just as bad. <laughs> I well, think it's it's close. I they're hope both so. they're both really bad, but it's yeah, it's uh, interesting. I'm I'm trying to read the chat over here. A lot of people are talking about Gus Lewinskis, uh, mm -hmm. who surprise starter of the day, um, starting center. I don't think anyone saw that coming after Ireland Brown basically took the job easily last year and just ran with it all, I think all 13, 12 games or whatever it was. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that was that was kind of a surprise to us too. Um, we've seen Iron Brown all practice. He's been starting center one. I had him as one of the three solidified guys as a starting offensive lineman. Okay. But then um, 
they rotated all, every single place except center. And Zawinski's was stayed in at center, I think, every snap, if I recall. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because Dunlap got replaced by Felter. Missouri replaced um, – who was right tackle? Tyler Needham. Jafani came in at one point for Asamoa. Holland Pierce even sat out for a couple series with Taj White coming in after him. So if, if you don't know the two deep, because there is no two deep technically, that's you kind of know the two deep now. And that's important, especially on on days like today when it's hot mm-hmm. uh, and these guys, and, and it's going to be a long season. Uh, you need to have the depth. Matter And uh, Sean Williams uh, on our chat board said the team looks like a Big Ten team. And uh, yeah. Sean hit it right on the head there. And that's it. We, we looked at the games this weekend from some of the other Big Ten teams. And we don't mm-hmm. look out of place now. Now we're a little bit more balanced than because uh, last year our offense was pitiful. Our offense looks like they are no longer pitiful. And, uh, and, and, and now I feel a lot more confident that this team can win six games. It, it's it, the schedule is not helping them in that case, but I, I do think they're they looked a lot better than uh than I thought they would. Um, offensively, they were just played smart football, and that's that's all you can really ask for. Um, and then like like I said before, they're still missing some key pieces. Like if they can get Sean or Sean Sam Brown back, um, yep. that's going to be a huge piece right there. If they can get Aaron Young back, he's been help, very helpful. He The last scrimmage they had, he had like, I think it was like 25, 30 something carries. Like it was ridiculous. It was like his biggest workload ever that I've ever seen actually from for Aaron Young, I think since he's been on the banks. But uh, I think get those guys back. If you could figure out this NCAA issue and seeing Brantley, I think he can contribute too. Because you do need some help at wide receiver. Um, I don't think there's a question about it. Uh, I thought Chris Long had a pretty good camp. I thought he'd make a little bit more noise, but he also got dinged up. So he did come back. Um, but, yeah, and, and relatively, uh, like I said before, great game. They played smart. They got away pretty much injury-free, and um, the defense showed out. The defense showed that they're next level good, and I think they're going to keep you in a lot of games. Uh, big Watts, 12. Uh, now, he must have been, of course, at the game. I wasn't. You were. Said Gavin mm-hmm. had Jaquay open deep, but never would pass to him. Did you notice any of that? And Jaquay also got took a hit, so he must be okay. Yeah, yeah he's he's fine because he was still on the sideline after. Um, I know he met with the trainer. I think they went in the tent for a second. Uh, okay. Like secret, super secret doctor tent that you can't see anything <laughs> in because God forbid. Um, but yeah, no, um, I, I think he's fine. Uh, there was a couple like plays. Like Isaiah Washington was wide open on one where Gavin just didn't throw it. Um, and I think that's more so kind of Kirk's teaching saying like, Hey, if it's risky, don't throw it. Like, is he, were they open? Yeah. Should you probably have thrown a couple of deep balls, a couple more deep balls at least? Yeah, probably. But at the same time, um, they, they won 24 seven and should have been 24, nothing technically. So I, I don't think you can really complain. Yeah. Um, I, he had some, uh, said pretty, he had a lot of time in the pocket too, which was, nice. he did. Yes. Which was, surprising a little bit but at the same time not because like i said before um i think i said it actually on our promo northwestern only had two scholarship defensive tackles in spring and they added like i think two or three more but they're all from lower levels so they're really not the best in the world but uh, i think for an offensive line that's seen struggles i thought they did pretty well and uh the only issue was and and i I saw it briefly on the broadcast because we i try to watch it in the background a little bit um I saw I saw Shiano chewing out Flaherty at one point. And I was like, "Oh, geez!" Like, <laughs> really? What, yeah. For, I, any, for any, I, any, did you know why? 
No, and I, I, there was no real reason behind it. I didn't really. Um, it just seemed like the offensive line like had a couple struggles here and there. Okay. Like, I don't think they were phenomenal, but I don't think they were bad. I thought they were just good. I Did what they, they had to. Yeah. yeah, they didn't do anything crazy. They didn't. Not really. Um, there was a couple times where Gavin got hit, where running backs were getting hit, but like a guy like Manonga got hit in the backfield and just kept going. And I was like, oh, geez, like this man just doesn't stop. Like it's almost like that Pacheco type of mentality yeah. or, or beast mode mentality, I guess that people used to call it. I, I just re- referenced it to Pacheco because he runs like that now. And that's, that's why he's one of the better running backs in the league now. <laughs> so it's a, it was a great, great game for Rutgers though. I think that was, yeah. that's phenomenal. You get a big 10 win and the, the defense, I can't stop raving about like that was impressive as hell. Yeah. Absolutely that's- incredible. Uh, P. Matt Apoisit, if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, donated a dollar ninety nine. So thanks to P. Matt, and uh, we appreciate uh, the donations, including Urban Outdoors DMV for ten dollars. Out of boy, Urban. Uh, I listened to the RU is going to lose fear porn all week while I was driving back from Laredo. Great team win this week. Have some of my OT money. I don't. I'm not. I, I appreciate the ten, but I'm not sure I understand what he's. What, what is he saying there, Richie? Is this uh, uh I slang? guess um, people being nervous about the spread and everything. Oh, really? And I, I okay. was. I was one of them. I didn't think they you were, were. cover. You were. I thought it was going to be close. That's right. The spread was at six and a half, and yep. I, I think I had them winning by six. Um, but yeah, no. Like I said, they played. They played phenomenal. They played a lot better than I expected them to. Yeah, I was def like you like I said, I, I would have been really I would have come on this show and just blasted this team if they would have uh, if this and you could see why. If this would have been a four quarter game with that team that, that they were playing, it would have been it would have been because of the offense again. It would have it would have meant that the offense again is not doing their job and then mm-hmm. oh my goodness, here comes another one of these seasons again. Didn't we did we have to go through this again? And I'm glad that that's not the case. So uh that's why I was really that's the thing that because it's really hard yeah. To watch some of these games, these are the hardest ones to watch. The ones that you expect to win. The ones that if you lose, it's going to kill you. I, I can't wait for like the games that we pl- that that when this team plays that they're, they're an underdog, that they're not supposed to win. Uh, you know, whether even if it's against teams that maybe are a pick em, Michigan State, games like that. Those are the games I, I, I just feel a little bit more at ease. But in these like Virginia Tech might be one of those games. But even this week, this Saturday night, I'm going to be kind of nervous yeah. because I, I you can't lose to Temple. So it's like, yeah. So uh, I, I was I was expecting them to to deliver based on what I've heard and 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 everything that I think that we kind of touched up on a little bit with the the new coaching staff that they, that they delivered what we mm. we'd hoped that they were going to, and, and that's a, a sigh of relief. Also, want to shout out to DW Kim who uh, uh, donated nine ninety nine to the chat. So appreciate DW Kim as well. Great work, guys, and a great win to start the season. So uh, appreciate it, DW. I noticed this, and I don't know if you noticed this uh, too much, but ninety percent of their runs or ninety five percent of their runs looked like they were inside. I saw nothing designed to go to the outside. Yeah. hundred percent. A complete shift. Like there wasn't yeah, any, I, I there weren't any reverses. Obvious. There weren't yeah. any wildcat. There weren't any of this. Those are the, cause those are the runs that get you negative yardage. So that's another great coaching job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, like I said before, Kirk Shiraka, um proved today he's worth quite a bit and probably about every penny Rutgers is paying him. Uh, kept it simple, kept it right up the gut. And that's probably the strength of the offensive line too, would be they're probably the 
I guess you can argue Holland Pierce on the left side, but when he came out, probably be right up the gut. Just push it, punch it up the gut. Um, I don't really trust, I'll be honest, I don't trust right tackle um, Tyler Needham too much yet. But um, he, he grew on me a little bit. I thought he had a pretty solid game. Um, so, yeah, I think you just run it up the gut. And you're getting a consistent, like I said before, maybe a three, four, five-yard gain. So just keep doing it. Why stop? Just keep running it up the gut. And that's that's exactly what they did. 34 carries between the two of them and Benjamin and Manungai. That's, it's a, it was a great performance. I know the numbers aren't phenomenal. But they're still they're still pretty good, and it was enough to control that tempo and keep the drives alive. We've seen so many drives last year that were were killed by the run game. Um, this year, it's a completely different team. So we'll have to wait and see what uh what happens over the next couple weeks. Look, I hope I'm wrong, but I just want, and I know I've, I I see some of this coming from the chat. Um, don't look at I wouldn't look at Temple coming back from Akron as that's a problem. I really believe that Joe Moorhead is starting to build something in Akron. They played a lot better at the end of the season last season as what's going to happen when you're mm -hmm. a new coach and you're trying to rebuild and then they get off to a, a good start where they almost upset Temple. So I would don't look at that as, oh, they couldn't even beat Akron. They had to come back. Don't look at that. And don't forget also, Temple had some pretty close calls last year as well. They were playing some pretty good football at the end of the season. Once Warner got under center, I think the Rutgers game might've been his first game, right? And so they were a lot better. So yeah, I wouldn't look at that. I hope yeah. I'm wrong. I hope it's an easy win, but I, I just, uh, I, I wouldn't just look at Temple and say, oh, it's Temple, we should blow him out. I just, I, I think we should win double digits. No question about it. If we're as good as we hope they are, we should. It's a home game, but I don't think it's gonna be like easy. I don't think, it, I don't mm -hmm. think we're gonna coast in the manner that we did today, because today I don't think we're going to, besides the high school matchup we have in a few weeks, I don't, I don't think we're going to win a game this easy this season. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Northwestern stinks. Don't get me wrong. They're <laughs> bad. Like they're really yeah. bad. And that might be a product of the team last year going one and 11 between the turmoil that's happening off the field between the Fitzgerald thing and all that stuff. They're just not a good team whatsoever. So I don't think no, you're you're right. I don't think Rutgers is ever going to face a team that bad for the rest of the season. I think Temple's better. How much better? Probably not that much better. But uh, I think I've been pretty adamant on our podcast, especially that Virginia Tech is the litmus test, and that's that's where you're kind of going to see if this is actually a bowl team or not. Yep. Um, so we got a couple. You don't. You can't look ahead, of course. And Virginia but, uh, played. Uh, I, I did they play Purdue? Not, they play Purdue this upcoming week, so you Good. get a little preview of uh, them versus Big Ten competition too. So, cool. although Purdue's in a weird spot this year, I know they won the Big Ten West, but they kind of they're falling apart a little bit. New coach, new quarterback, kind of a rebuild, I guess if you want to yeah. call it that. So, yeah, yeah that was, that I, was, I mean, was, I go ahead. No, um, yeah, I think uh, Temple's going to be not a cruise to a win, but I think they're going to get a pretty solid win, and I, I'm intrigued to see what that spread opens up as. What do you think? I think Probably, probably should be 10 and a half, I would say. I, th I think that's pretty fair. Well, again, if you think it's 10 and a half, and that, that, that pretty much is what I'm what I'm saying, is that I don't think mm -hmm. that it's going to be that easy. Like, it's over at halftime. Um, no, no, no. I agree with the point spread. I think if they only gave – but then again, Rutgers did blow out Northwestern. So, yeah, maybe between 10 and 14, somewhere in there. But maybe closer to 10. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have said 14 if Temple had lost, but now that they won and came back in an Akron game, I'm kind of like, all right, well, maybe maybe 14 is a little too much. I'm thinking like probably 10. I think 10 and a half is probably pretty accurate. Yeah. And 
Usually we get spreads today, but I know because the game's on Sunday, it's yeah. probably a little weird. So I'm assuming we'll probably get a spread tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I, I think ten and a half is pretty accurate. I think that's yeah, I think that's close, the minimum. But I, I think you just keep the offense. Yeah, just keep the offense vanilla again. Play it smart. Yep. As long as you can't turn, don't turn the ball over. You should cruise to a nice, nice uh, ten point plus victory on Saturday next Saturday. Who do you think was the best? I know uh, we mentioned some of the players who made plays, but if you had us, was there one mm-hmm. guy? That if you had to say deep, a defensive MVP, who would that be? Defensive I know it's MVP. hard because everybody really contributed. It is tough. So, I I thought Longer being played really well. I thought he did a hell of a job. They they didn't target him much, but when they did, he made plays. Um, I thought he was great at corner. He he locked down half the field basically. Um, I think you can argue the defensive line as a whole, which was also, we didn't even talk about it, a group that didn't even have their defensive line coach because Marquise Watson ended up missing the game due to a, a medical thing. Oh, okay. So, uh, they had, yeah, they had someone else step up and Jared Key, Kate, I think it's pronounced. Um, he's the former main defensive coordinator. So he kind of knows how Harris Simiak already operates, um, from during his time at, uh, at Maine as the head coach. But yeah, um, I think the defensive line as a whole played really well. They dominated that Northwestern offensive line. They were making play after play, whether it be Wesley Bailey. Aaron Lewis had a couple uh, quarterback hurries. I know it didn't really translate into sacks. Uh, Tyreen Powell was a hell of a pass rusher at multiple times. He had to smack the quarterback a couple of times. Um, the defense just I, – I can't stop raving about them. They're speedy. They're quick. They play smart. And they have a crazy pass rush. I know Wesley Bailey got dinged up, but it, he comes out, like I said before, and Kenny Fletcher comes in, who's just as good. Renee Conga came in at defensive tackle and had a hell of a game. Yeah. And they just they just rotate guys in and out. Like the one third down package has Muhammad Toure in the middle, Aaron Lewis on one side, Wesley Bailey on the other, and I think it was Maya Nahana too in, in the middle with him. And it's like, how do you stop those three pass rushers? Yeah. Like they're gonna they're gonna be really fun to watch. This this dark side, as they call themselves, the defense is going to be insanely fun to watch this year. I think uh, we're gonna be talking about Joe Harris Simiak potentially getting head coaching jobs sooner rather than later. Yeah, that's unfortunate, but you're right. The longer they can keep these guys, the better. Um, by the way, PMAT uh, remind r- reminds us of last year's Temple game, uh, where Longer be missed that pick six on the first play of the game. And the fact that he wasn't able to, I mean, he would have walked into the end zone and it was a close game from then from, from you just felt that that would have been, all right, Rutgers would have taken an early lead. Maybe their defense would have uh, taken control, but he dropped the ball and it turned into a very long day uh, where Temple actually had an opportunity to win the game late. So yeah, thanks for reminding us about that, but that is true. That's what happened. Um, by the way, uh, who so was it? the spread spread is out. Okay. So, so, so the spread for Rutgers Temple is out and it is 10 points. So there you go. I don't right say, on yeah. the money. I'm pretty, pretty good though. <laughs> on the money, baby. Yeah. Good job. Was, uh, so there you go. If you, if you guys want to go, uh, <laughs> it looks like some people want to go make some money on that. Hey, before it money. Moves. So, Hey, I'm not saying I don't have gambling advice, but I'm, just saying it looks before pretty it good. moves that's it because it could move so if it's going to move yeah. it's going to move to Rutgers you would think even though last yeah. week it moved to Northwestern but I think after this performance if it's going to move you would believe it would move to Rutgers um Mega Geeker wanted an update on injuries I think I think that's what he was saying I know we gave an update but bottom line is you're saying nobody came out of this it appears yeah. in bad shape yeah I 
yeah, obviously it takes a couple of, like you take a day or two to go back and like you're going to wake up the next morning. I'm sure half of those guys are going to wake up and be like, damn, I'm tired. I'm bruised. I'm beaten. Like, but that's, that's football. You just got to get back. Um, but for the most part, everyone that went out um, seems like they're pretty okay. Uh, Wesley Bailey was probably the most serious one it looked like because the minute he fell, um, I think he tripped over Max Mellon. The minute he did that, he like looked at the, the sideline and just started waving real quick, like come over here. And he was, he looked like he was in pretty, uh, pretty rough shape. He looked like he was in pain, but he, um, he's, he was on a bike. Like, um, I want to say okay. what, 10 minutes after that, 15 minutes after that. So they were working out his knee, just stretching it out, but, or his leg in general, I shouldn't say if it was knee or not, but he was also with the team post game singing on, uh, the alma mater and all that. So I, I think he's going to be fine. Jaquay Jackson's the one that worries me a little bit because he did go back to the sideline, but he didn't come back in the game at all. Okay. I thought he just kind of lost his breath and it happens. You get hit pretty hard like he did. And it's like, all right, I, I need like a minute. I can't breathe. But um, yeah, so I think he was back on the sideline. It seemed like he was ready to go back in, but it's it's hard to really tell when you're in the middle of the game. Plus, um, Isaiah Washington was playing pretty well on the outside. Chris Long was doing his thing. Uh, Ian Strong. So there, there's bodies at wide receiver. I think they need to get a little bit better, but they did create some separation at times. I think they need to do it on a more consistent basis. Um, but I, I would say overall injuries, they're, they're pretty scot-free for the most part. Glad to hear it. All right. So this is going to wrap it up. Uh, we want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in. Of course, uh, this is going to be available on demand as well, but uh, doing this live uh, is the fun part. Uh, we want to thank uh, everybody that uh, engaged in the chat as well and anybody that donated to the channel too. So we, th- we, uh, we, we super thank you uh, for that. And, there you go. <laughs> and we're going to be back next. Oh, it's a late one. Wait a second. So we're on the air at, let's say, 440. Oh, yeah. The game started at 12. So that's four hours. So 7.30, is it 8.30, 9.30, 10.30, 11.30. So we're not going to be potentially on the air until midnight next Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be late on. <laughs> so, wow. Hey, well, I, I, well, I'll make it work. I'll make it work. It's going to be we fun. We can do it. We'll, it's we'll a Saturday it night. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And then when it's over. Uh, yeah, exactly. You, you can keep the fun going. So. All right, Richie, uh, enjoy doing yeah. this for the first time. And thank goodness it was a win and it was an easy dominating win as well. Uh, so yeah, we'll see everybody or I'll mm-hmm. see everybody here on this channel next Saturday night, uh, which is actually potentially going to be next Sunday morning. And uh, Richie, of course, uh, your next show, uh, do you have a specific day that you're definitely going to be on the air on the channel? Uh, we don't yet, but uh, Mike is actually in this chat right now watching us. So uh, me and Mike will be back on the podcast very soon, whether it be tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon, sometime probably tomorrow or Tuesday. Okay. Um, it is Labor Day, so I may take the day off and, you know, like take the day off of labor. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I might have to hit the beach. The beach is supposed to be really nice tomorrow. I'm just saying. Wow. Um, probably, probably Tuesday. Cause I think Shiano's, um, temple presser will be Tuesday and we, we usually do a recap off of that. So I will say probably Tuesday, but no guarantees. And then, uh, we'll probably have a temple guest on later this week too. All right. Sounds good. So, uh, Richie again, uh, it was fun. Uh, let's, uh, let's hope we have another fun one next week. Yeah. Sounds good. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. Rutgers one or no to start the 2023 season. 
And uh, we'll be back uh, next week for some more post-game. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.